even murkier than the front, near the stairs. Chloe stepped behind a shelf, containing a huge supply of blouses so ugly even her mother wouldn't wear them, a major order by a buyer who, Chloe believed, had made the purchase because he knew he was going to be sacked. Drip. Drip. Squinting. Odd. What was that? In the far wall, an access door was open. The sound of water was coming from there. The door, painted gray like the walls, was about three feet by four. What did it lead to? Was there a sub-basement? She'd never seen the doorway, but then she didn't believe she'd ever glanced at the wall behind the last shelf. There was no reason to. And why was it open? The city was always doing construction work, especially in the older parts, such as here, Soho. But nobody had talked to the clerks, her at least, about a repair beneath the building. Maybe that weird Polish or Romanian or Russian janitor was doing some repairs. But no, couldn't be. The manager didn't trust him. He didn't have keys to the basement door. Okay, the creep factor was rising. Don't bother figuring it out. Tell Marge about the drip. Tell her about the open doorway. Get Vlad or Mikhail or whoever he is down here and let him earn his salary. Then another scrape. This time it seemed to be a foot shifting on gritty concrete. Fuck, that's it. Get out. But before she got out, before she even spun an eighth turn away, he was on her from behind, slamming her head into the wall. He pressed a cloth over her mouth to gag her. She nearly fainted from the shock. A burst of pain blossomed in her neck. Chloe turned fast to face him. God, God. She nearly puked, seeing the yellowish latex full-head mask, with slots for eyes and mouth and ears, tight and distorting the flesh underneath, as if his face had melted. He was in workers' coveralls, some logo on them she couldn't read. Crying, shaking her head, she was pleading through the gag, screaming through the gag, which he kept pressed firmly in place with a hand in a glove as tight and sickly yellow as the mask. Listen to me, please. Don't do this. You don't understand. Listen, listen. But the words were just random sounds through the cloth. Thinking, why didn't I chalk the door open? I thought about it. Furious with herself. His calm eyes looked her over. But not her breasts or lips or hips or legs. Just the skin of her bare arms, her throat, her neck where he focused intently on a small blue tattoo of a tulip. Not bad. Not good, he whispered. She was whimpering, shivering, moaning. What? What? What do you want? But why did she even ask? She knew. Of course she knew. And with that thought, Chloe controlled the fear. She tightened her heart. Okay, asshole. Wanna play? You'll pay. She went limp. His eyes, surrounded by yellow latex like sickly skin, seemed confused. The attacker, apparently not expecting her collapse, adjusted his grip to keep her from falling. As soon as she felt his hand slacken, Chloe lunged forward and grabbed the collar of his coveralls. The zipper popped and cloth tore, both the outer garment and whatever was under it.
Her grip and the blows aimed at his chest and face were fierce. She pumped her knee upward toward his groin, again and once more. But she didn't connect. Her aim was off. It seemed such an easy target. But she was suddenly uncoordinated, dizzy. He was cutting off her air with the gag. That was it, maybe. Or the aftermath of the shock. Keep going, she raged. Don't stop. He's scared. You can see it, fucking coward. And tried to hit him again, clawed his flesh. But she now found her energy fading fast. Her hands tapped uselessly against him. Her head lolled, and looking down, she noticed that his sleeve had ridden up. Chloe caught sight of a weird tattoo, in red, some insect, dozens of little insect legs, insect fangs, but human eyes. And then she focused on the floor of the cellar, a glint from the hypodermic syringe.